Hello, this is Open Ended, the podcast where truly no topics are off limits, and I'm your host, Callie Wiesner. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hi guys, I'm back. I took a little, no, I guess week hiatus type thing. Um, I was going to upload an episode, that didn't end up happening, there was issues involved, whatever, but, um, so yeah, I'm back for good, I'm really excited to pump out new episodes every week consistently, um, yeah, and I'm just really excited, um, I definitely feel like, you know, life, it can get stressful sometimes, um, and you know, it's kind of hard to deal with that, um, so I guess a little segue into it, today I'm basically going to be talking about stress reduction and how you can de-stress and like why it's so important um at least in my experience with de-stressing it I have never been a good I've I'll rephrase that I have never done a good job of um de-stressing or like compartmentalizing my stress and the actual fun parts of my life um, but I have found, especially in the last year, a good way to handle stress in a way that I can do it without becoming insane. Because a lot of ways, in a lot of ways, it, I think it become can become super easy, easy to be overwhelmed and just kind of just always be doing work and not really having any fun. I think it's super important to have a good school life balance. I think I've talked about this. I, I'm pretty sure I made an actual episode about school life balance, but if I didn't, I know it's been in episodes before, I know I've talked about it before. Um, so yeah, I guess I just want to start off with, it is normal to feel stressed. Um, it's just, we have stressful lives, especially now. Um, it's just stress runs rampant. I feel like it's also part of American culture too. So, or just really global culture, I think. Um, so yeah, just, it's really, it's normal to feel stressed. It's normal to be overwhelmed. I think that a lot of times we aren't shown people that are stressed out or if people are shown as being stressed out, um, it's glamorized. And I don't know if that's necessarily a helpful thing because I think that when you're less stressed, you just are more happy and you can lead a better life and you're not constantly worrying about the work that you have to do, which if you're passionate about that work and you just love to do it and it, it's positive stress, then that's great. But I think for a lot of us, especially for those that are still in school, we have to take like required classes and all the stuff that aren't super interesting. Um, and when it's a lot of work to do that certain class, it's, it's difficult. Um, you get stressed out. So yes, today's topics about, um, de-stressing and kind of stress reduction and stuff. What I found is super helpful is just having a basic routine and just having a simple constant or being consistent with something. Um, I find that that's super important. So just like having a routine, not much on the weekends. The weekends I like to keep pretty free flowing. I mean, of course, I usually have work to do on the weekends for school and whatnot, but I do it in a way that it's, I don't have it super planned out. And I find that it's a lot easier having your week super regimented and planned out. Um, and then having your weekends a little more free flowing, a little bit more lax. Also things come up. It's life, you know, you're never going to be able to have a perfectly regimented schedule all the time. Um, but I think it's really important to kind of stick to a solid routine. Um, so yeah, what I found that is really 
has um, has really affected the amount of stress that I feel and kind of being really good at managing that is actually providing, and I know this might not be a great coping skill, but it helps. It's better than scrolling endlessly through social media and feeling like crap at the end of it. You know, I feel like we've all felt like that at some point in our lives. Maybe, maybe not. Um, I definitely have. Um, but what I found is super helpful is just having a little bit of escapism so I don't have to worry about the work that I have to do um, or just, yeah, do bad things or something like that. Um, with that, what I found is super helpful is like watching a show, reading a book, you know, it doesn't have to be something that's super com- complex. Um, what I really liked, especially in the last week or two, is just I when I get up, I don't go on my phone because what I found is that I'm much less productive if I go on my phone, especially social media in the beginning of the day. Um, but, you know, if that works for you, that works for you. This is just um, what I found. Is that just like reading a book, it can be on like a device or it can be like a physical book. I like a physical book because I'm not looking at all that stuff. Um, so yeah, reading a good book, it can be nonfiction, fiction, whatever you want to do. I do it for even just like 10 or 15 minutes. It doesn't have to be long. I just do it so I'm not looking at a device and so I can think about not the work that I have to do and really be immersed in something else. Um, so that's been really helpful. Also, just like have like I said before, having a constant, having something that you do consistently. Um, so for me, what I found is super helpful is doing the basics, like making my bed, making sure my room was clean or my bathroom was clean and just kind of doing that stuff, you know, getting ready for the day, all that stuff I think is super important. I mean, especially, I feel like it especially affects your mental health too in the way that you feel about yourself, maybe a little bit of self-esteem. I don't know. I just found found that when I have a really good routine, my mental health is a lot better. Um, I know a lot of people experience this too but a lot of times I have a little bit of like seasonal depression so when the weather is bad I don't feel the greatest but you know um I really like the cold but sometimes I just too much of it is a little bit anyway yeah so but I've again I've learned to cope with it in a better in a better way by having a strict routine and kind of figuring out what I what I like to do um so yeah the book in the morning super um, helpful definitely provides me with a little bit of escapism um and I guess I'll kind of do like what specific things I like to do in that category for de-stressing um I'm just talking out loud a little bit if you couldn't tell for this week I'm just getting back into it um yeah so some books that I am actually reading right now I like to read usually like two at a time I like to have a little bit of variety um so yeah the first book I'm reading, I believe it's called, like, Me Before You. Yeah, that's what it's called, Me Before You. Um, I watched the movie when I was, like, 12 or something like that. I really liked it, so I picked up the book. I've had it for, like, a year. Just now getting into it. So that shows you how much I was not into reading books, which, because I used to not like reading. Um, if anybody, I don't know if anybody listens to the podcast, but if anybody here has had to do like AR testing, accelerated reader, where you had a certain amount of points you had to get, and so that, and like a certain book was a certain amount of points. You had to read a specific number of books to get the amount of points. That really just made me not like reading because I had to read books very quickly because I procrastinate on and I just didn't really like reading. Um, yeah, once I feel like for me, what's really gotten me back into it is not reading 
nonfiction all the time. That is just a big difference. Um, so yeah, Me Before You, that's another good book. Um, another, or that's a good book that I'm reading right now. The other book that I'm reading is called The Depths, like D D E P T H S. Yeah, that's what it's called. It's basically about, um, it's almost like, it's very academic. Um, sometimes I can't even understand what the author's saying, but it's super interesting. Um, it's almost like a master's thesis or like this, You, if you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, it's like what a lot of very collegiate people that are trying to get their master's, their PhD, geez, um, what they try to get at the end of their schooling. So it's a lot like that, um, where it's basically a book that he writes and it kind of connects um, depression and uses it in evolutionary terms. So he shows that um, maybe like how humans have evolved, maybe that's why more people are depressed because science has shown um, that over time more and more people have been getting depressed. Um, and I just felt like it's a really good book even if you don't necessarily believe in depression or not depression evolution because I just thought it was super interesting I mean I know people that don't I yeah I'm not going to go into that whole belief system but um because evolution is a very controversial topic um but yeah it's really interesting and I has have found it really interesting um I have another couple books that are like and those are both physical books um I have a couple other books that I'm reading that I want to read when I finish those two as well because they're not super long. They're like, geez, 200 to 300 pages long or maybe probably 300 pages long. Not super long, but um, they're super interesting, which I like. I just feel like it expi expands my mind more. Um, so yeah, those are the books that I'm reading. I definitely have a few like in my little shopping cart that I want to read. Uh, we'll see. I'm on a little book kick if you couldn't tell. Um, but yeah. We'll see what happens. I In a year from now, I may, I may be like, oh, I hate reading. Why did I do that? Um, but yeah, another thing that I like to do to manage stress is every night I watch an episode or two of a show that I um, like. So this is, I get all ready for bed. Like, I am not leaving my bed for the night. That's what I do. So I usually go on, like, my phone. The brightness is usually all the way down because I, like, turn off my lights, too. Like, you guys know. Like, when the lights are off and you're on your phone, you're like... That you have no nothing else to do more to, before you go to bed, um, yeah. So what I like to do is just watch an episode or two of a show. Um, it just kind of again, it's that escapism gets me out of my mind and what I have to do and maybe what's bad going on with the world because I've also experienced too that I tend to be very anxious at night, um, especially like like as I'm going to bed. Um, like as I'm falling asleep, that is something that I've definitely experienced. So yeah, um, I wouldn't say I have like anxiety or any of that stuff, but I definitely, when it comes before bed, that's when I'm a pretty anxious person. Um, and just as like a slight disclaimer, I'm not saying like people with anxiety, like their feelings aren't valid. I just want to say that I'm not a person with that condition. I just and I'm so sorry for people that do have that condition because I know it can be super debilitating. Um, so yeah, I just want to kind of get it out there. Um, anyway, back to what I was saying. I'm not the type of person who listens to like super niche um, TV show genre genres. Um, yeah, and I know that kind of sounds bad. That makes me sound super basic. Um, but yeah, I'm generally 
genuinely not just I kind of am all over the place I've watched shows like Gossip Girl and Glee and I'm sure there's other ones but they're not coming to mind um but yeah I've watched it like that um but shows two shows because I again I alternate with like two different shows don't know how that happened um but yeah that just happened um I alternate between twos if that that's what I'm getting at I there's I guess there's a pattern of twos maybe my subconscious likes the number two um anyway so two shows that I'm watching right now are Gilmore Girls and I just got into the show oh what's the name of it I believe it's like New Girl or something like that I know I don't know why there's so many G's I don't know how that happened. Um, also, the word girl. I, maybe my subconscious just likes the letter, the letter G. I have no idea. That's very weird. Um, I just noticed that. Anyway, yes, those are two shows that I'm into right now. Um, I've watched other shows like um, Criminal Minds before. That show is pretty good. My sister likes that show, so I sometimes watch that with her. I also um, have watched Grey's Anatomy before those two, but those aren't ones that I consistently go back to. Um, so yeah, those are two shows that I'm watching right now. They're just, again, it's back to the idea of, like, escapism. I totally watch them to, like, maybe laugh a little bit. Um, just kind of get out of my head. Um, yeah, so just something to focus on. And I really enjoy them. I would recommend them to a friend. Um, yeah, they're both pretty good. Those are just something that I do stress. And if you have any recommendations, you can, of course, I've said this before, but contact me on, um, the open-ended podcast instagram it's at open-ended pod again all dots or dashes no and they're all lowercase um i know i say that every week but yeah anyway yeah so those are shows that i like and that i haven't finished yet. i'm on season six of gilmore girls i'm almost done with that that show's been pretty good like i said before highly recommend it um i just got into the sh- that sh- um i also just got into new girl too and i like that show's pretty good um, it's pretty funny. Um, so yeah, I don't watch, I've definitely, this habit has been like a couple month long habit. So of course I haven't watched like that many shows. I'm just not, I'm found that I'm not so much, I'm sometimes not so much of a TV show person. I'm more of a movie person. Um, I'll get into that later. Yeah, those are just shows that I'm, um, kind of consistently come back to oh my gosh how did I forget these um another show I guess you could call this is like a guilty pleasure type thing I have watched I've watched the show and I'm sure you all know it because it's known for being probably the cringiest show on tv right now but I also this I just feel so bad that I'm saying this but I also watched the show Riverdale now I know that the show itself is so like cringy oh my gosh but I've watched it since like because I have the CW app this is how much I've gotten into bad TV um I have the CW app so whenever a new episode comes out I watch it um I know it's a super bad habit just I it's just so bad that I kind of have it's that I kind of have to keep watching I know it's like that's a pretty common cliche but yes that is um one of the shows that I watched very much a guilty pleasure um but yeah Another show that I have watched before and I know I have to catch up on is the show All American. That show, that show is pretty good. I will say it can definitely be a little bit dramatic at times, but I actually really like it. That's again, not necessarily guilty pleasure because I feel like a lot of people watch All American, but yeah, that show is pretty good. 
Um, I will say, if you're in high school, it was definitely, during COVID times, watching all those football games definitely made me a little bit sad. Um, if you didn't know, that show is basically about um, a guy that lives in L.A. and transfers to a school that is in Beverly Hills and kind of his experience with that. Anyway, I'm totally going on a tangent here. But yeah, that's a show. Those are a couple shows that I watch, not necessarily the most consistently. But yes, those are shows that I've watched before. Um, yeah, so I guess I want to go into the reason why I kind of started like doing an episode of a show before I go to bed. Um, I, I realize I really said show a lot. I'm just all over the place today. Jeez. Um, anyway, yes. So I originally wanted to create a better night routine because I found that um, I typically don't necessarily feel the best. Um, that's also when, if anybody know, if you know, you know, I tend to have a little bit of acid reflux sometimes. Yep, pretty, yeah, not going to go into that. Um, but yeah, I tend to experience that sometimes, so this kind of just helps keep me at bay, keeps me just be able to be calm and kind of center myself. Um, so I wanted to create a really solid night routine because that for to me is really important when I wake up and when, when I go to bed really dictates my day or like my routine I should say my routine waking up and going to bed um it just helps me with like productivity de-stressing kind of helps me set up and also uh, yeah I guess set up the foundation for my day and be able to get ready for the next um and typically like in the from I guess after my morning routine too, until my night routine, I keep it pretty flexible. Um, I mean, I have a basis of a routine, but for me, I like to, you know, I have, I like to keep it like if something happens, I can do that. Um, so yeah, anyway, going on a tangent here, coming back, um, I yes. So for me, a night routine is super important to just my stress level. Um, so what I tend to do is I just, I sometimes, I usually shower before I go to bed, get all ready for bed, put my PJs, all that stuff, do skincare and whatnot. Um, and then I like get in my bed and then I usually do my show or whatever that may be. It's usually a show. Um, that's, I've talked, I just talked about that, but yeah. And then it really depends if I find that I'm super anxious before I go to bed, I definitely will do like a little headspace meditation. Um, a club that I was part of gave us free headspace for a little while, so that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, and I really, I really enjoy Headspace. I think it's one of those apps that is just, it's just great. Um, so yeah, Headspace, really good app. Definitely check it out. Um, yeah, so if my ang- if my anxiety is really high, not necessarily my anxiety, but if I'm just feeling really anxious, then I will do a meditation or I'll just do some breath work or something like that. And that really kind of helps me center and just get ready for bed because it's usually between like after I finish the show and um, like right as I'm falling asleep is when my when I can be the most anxious. So really kind of helping me kind of transition and not think about all the things that I have to do the next day because that is definitely something that makes me super anxious. Um, so yeah, doing that is really helpful. Um, just kind of helps me, you know, not have racing thoughts because that is definitely something that I have experienced a lot of the time too. Is just my thoughts race and I think of what I have to do the next day or what I didn't do that day or just there's de- it's definitely an emotional process. I will say sometimes. Um, you know, I'm probably being a little bit dramatic in this episode, but you know, 
it happens. Um, so yes, anything that I can really do to kind of mitigate stress is really helpful because I'm just not a good person when I'm stressed. I can get a little bit irritable. I'm just not a good time when I'm stressed. Also, what I found too is exercise and eating healthy. I, they're so simple, but they're so helpful. Um, yeah, just, I mean, I know a lot of people have struggled with it in the past, so I won't get food in the past. Um, so I won't really get into that episode um, or get into that this episode. Um, but I'll probably talk about that in later episodes. Anyway, yes. So that is just, you know, doing what you can to maintain your body helps your mind. I find that when your mind isn't right or you're just not in a good headspace, it affects your body and your spirit and your soul and all that stuff. Mind, body, soul. They're all interconnected in so many ways. Um, super cliche, I know, but you know, it's true. Um, so yes. Another thing that I have been known to do for de-stressing is I like to, I guess, practice yoga sometimes or just anything that I can do that um, kind of put some movement into my life. That's really helpful. Just like yoga or going on walks. Those are two things that really help me de-stress um, and just kind of get me a different headspace. Maybe like listening to a podcast while I walk or something like that or listening to like my happy playlist um, when I'm doing yoga or something like that. That is really helpful. And I try to get outside um, to do my yoga as much as possible, even when it's cold. I just like wear a sweatshirt and really insulative, um, yoga pants. That's what I do. Um, so yeah, just doing little things like that, even like spending too much time with a screen can make me really stressed out because you're constantly looking at the steady stream of work. So I think that trying to create a, a space for work and a space for not work is really helpful. Um, for me, my, I guess, like, desk area is in my bedroom, as I'm sure a lot of yours are. Um, so kind of just, like, creating that divide where, okay, this is my work, this is what I'm going to do, all, whether it's academic, extracurricular, whatever. I do it at my desk, and I keep it separate, but, and I never usually do, um, schoolwork on my bed. I mean, yes, there'll be times where I'm just, like, in homeroom or something like that where, um, I just... You know, I just really do not want to be up at my desk. I'm in my PJs. I'm tired. I got up late. Um, I will do do homeroom for my bed, and that's perfectly okay. Um, so just trying to keep that divide as much as possible is super helpful. Um, that really helps me de-stress and kind of regimenting my day in such a way where I have time, like a specific time slot to do work and a specific time to not do work is also really helpful in mitigating stress because it's like, okay, this is my time where I can do whatever I want and not have to focus on school is really helpful. And I think that with technology, it's becoming more and more difficult to kind of separate those two, those two things because I like school a lot, some of the time, but a lot of the time I do not, I do not think it is fun. Um, but some of the times I'm like, okay, this is interesting. Like I actually like this. Um, but yes, those are some things I kind of, to do, to keep, de to, oh my gosh, to be, like, reduce my stress. I just, I cannot talk today, you guys. I am so sorry. Um, I will definitely probably talk more about this topic later because I cannot talk about this episode. Um, so anyway, yes. I've also been known to be, to watch movies to de-stress, um. I have a couple streaming apps on my phone specifically for movies that I want to watch. Um, 
and I usually like to watch new ones. I don't like to repeat um, movies that I've seen. Um, so I guess ones that I will go back to are probably ones that I haven't seen in a while since I was a child, probably. Um, because sometimes, like, those movies that, you know, when you've seen your kid, they're like, okay, I know this one is good. I know it's going to happen. So I watch it again. Like, another one, and I guess a movie that I really want to watch that's on my watch list because I usually like to, again, watch a movie that it's probably isn't necessarily the best, but it keeps my mind kind of, like, invested in something else, um, is I really want to watch that movie, um, what is it called? Oh my gosh. It's the one with the mermaid that she's blue, she has, like, blue streaks in her hair. Aquamarine! Yes, that is the movie I want to watch, um, because on my watch list, I'll probably watch this, watch that this weekend. We shall see. You never know. Um, so yeah, that's another one. I genuinely like to watch rom-coms too. That's another one. So I watched a lot of those. I have a couple of those in my watch list that I also have not seen that I want to see. Um, I guess for like recommendations of movies, I mean, I have a list actually on my phone of good movies that I've watched. So I'll pull that up right now. Um, I report, I record the podcast on my phone if you didn't know that, but um, I can go to different tabs. That's what's great about the Anchor platform. This is not a sponsorship, but I just, that's what I use to record my episodes. Um, anyway, yes. So, episodes, or show, not shows, movies that I've watched that are really good. Okay, let's go. These are, again, these are probably all, all rom-coms because of those ones that I really like. Actually, I have a couple that aren't rom-coms. Okay, I really liked the movie Eat, Pray, Love with Julia Roberts. That was really good. Um, My Girl is another one. Um, The Notebook, solid, easy. I will watch that one again and again. That movie is good. Love, Rosie, another good one that I would probably watch again and again. That one has, oh, what's her name? Lily Collins? Lily Collins in it. And the other guy, he was, he, um, he was in the Hunger Games movies. Um, he was... Um, also in the movie Me Before You, I forget his name, he's British. Um, another movie that I really like, this one's funny, is The Hangover. That movie is hilarious. I love that movie. It has Bradley Cooper and the guy from The Office, the one that played Andy. That movie's really good. Um, another movie that I like was, I'm just going to list these off. The Stanford Prison Experiment. I know it's not on Netflix anymore, but that's where I watched it. Um, Freedom Riders was also good. Um, another movie that I just will probably watch, go back and watch again is The Edge of Seventeen. It has, um, Haley Steinfeld, yes, in it. That movie was good. It was definitely relatable if you were in your teen years. Um, another movie considering teen years is A Walk to Remember. That movie was good. Um, Goodfellas, if you're into, like, mafia stuff, that movie was pretty good. And I'll, I guess I'll do two more. Um, The Perks of Being a Wallflower. That movie was pretty good. Um, I know I keep saying good. Why do I keep saying good? I don't have a good vocabulary. Anyway, um, The Perks of Being a Wallflower, I thought it was very well done. It has Paul Rudd and I don't, and Emma Watson. I don't remember who plays the main character. It's like Logan something, I believe. That's not his name in the movie. That's just the actor's name. Um, That movie was really emotional. Super good. Um, and I guess the most recent rom-com type one that I watched was the movie Flipped. This one is on, I believe, the streaming app 
Tubi, T-U-B-I. Not a sponsorship either. That's just an app where I watch some of these movies that aren't necessarily on Netflix. Um, yes, Flipped. Not really well known, but I thought it was pretty good. Pretty well done. Pretty interesting. Had a good story. Just totally something that's not um, necessarily going to really get your brain going, but I just thought it was uh, pretty cute. So yeah, I know I list a lot here, but this that um, movie list has probably been like a year in the works. Yeah, I think I started it during quarantine. Um, yeah, so that's just the list that I have. I know they're all rom-coms, like let's be real here, but those are ones that I genuinely, genuinely like to watch. Um, and they're all ones that I've watched on my own time um, that I would go back again and watch. Um, I don't usually watch ones that I, I don't usually put ones that I watch to my parents. Because, yeah, they're probably not rom-coms, but they're, they're still pretty good. I really should, I maybe should start a list about that. I don't know. Um, so, yes, those are some movies I like. I didn't really necessarily go into, um, I realized how to de-stress, really. I just gave examples of ways and kind of sub-examples. I don't know how helpful this episode is going to be today. Um, but, you know, if you find it helpful, that is amazing. More power to you. But, yeah, just, I think... The, if you take away anything from this podcast episode this week is that it's really important to de-stress because otherwise I feel like most people will become overwhelmed monsters that just, you know, life is not really, really good when you have unhealthy stress. When you have healthy stress, though, that is when the magic happens. Let me tell you, when you have a deadline that you have to hit, that is when the stress kicks in. And then when you're done, you're like, oh, I'm done. I finished it. I did, like, not my best work, but at least I got it done. It's that mentality that I think a lot of people use. Okay. Anyway, yes. So that was this episode's, this week's episode. I may actually make this a series type thing um, where I add a couple more episodes about it and make it an ongoing series. I don't know. We'll see. Um, cause I feel like I fully didn't really touch on things as much as I could have, but yes, this was my episode on basically de-stressing. Um, the next one, if I do make this series, it'll probably be on either why it's important and, um, what you can do, not what you can do, but how you can do it. Um, that one I will probably research, which I usually don't do. It's usually just my own thoughts up here. I'm just running stream of thoughts. Um. Yes, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day, your week, your month, your year. Um, well, friends reference, I didn't even notice that I'm doing that. Um, so yeah, if you want to get in touch with me on the podcast, just remember the Instagram is openendedpod, no dots, no dashes, no nothing, all lowercase on Instagram. I believe it's public, but I will go check that. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. I thought it was very... Not necessarily it's helpful, but I feel like it definitely was more lighthearted, which is good. That's what I, that's, again, I said this in the last episode. I want to make like the, this next month of episodes definitely more lighthearted um, because it's getting to the end of the year. I know people are really stressed out um, because either it's like AP exams, people are studying for finals, just the end of the year, end of the school year rather is for is really stressful for a lot of us so I kind of want to those of us that are students that are listening um so yes I just want to make it as painless as possible not something that feels like you're doing school so yes 
I hope you guys have a great day, week, month, or year, even though I just said that. I'm being very repetitive. Okay. Bye, guys. See y'all later.